Hey guys, Kyler back. Um, gonna start doing this new little uh, podcast, th- little segment thing, where it's gonna be called it's gonna be called KB Shorts. Um, all I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pick one like topic to talk about, and we'll do like a little 15, 25 minute podcast breaking down things, what's going on. Uh, could be NBA, soccer, uh, football, MMA, boxing. Today is going to be college basketball, just because we're coming up on March, almost to the tournament. You know, I think only. About, you know, KU's only got four regular season games left. So, I mean, we're coming up on the end here. So today, like I said, these are just going to be about 15 to 25 minutes long going over, just going over some stuff. So uh, I have my uh, good friend uh, Colton Fee help me out. Uh, he will be joining the podcast in a week or so, and we'll dive into it. We'll dive into it really hard, and uh, we'll talk college basketball, um, some NFL offseason stuff, NBA stuff. Um, today we're going to preview first, we'll preview the biggest game of the weekend, KU at Baylor and the three keys to victory for each team. Will this be the year that Gonzaga finally breaks through and wins it all three of the three biggest boom or bust teams for the tournament, one Achilles heel for each one and two seed from the committee's rankings. We're going to go into predicting, uh, who will make the, who I have that's safely in the tournament and who's on the bubble in each of the six major conferences. Uh, mine's a lot different. I, I'm a lot different than uh the most, but uh, and then I'm gonna re-rank how I would rank Lenardi's last four buys, last four in, first four out, and next four out. You know, I'm not on the committee, so I like to go off eye test a lot. I know resume means a lot to a lot of people, um, but I'm going off uh, eye test, and then I'm gonna do my top five national player of the year standings, and then my predictions for the top five games uh, this Saturday. So let's start <coughs> with the biggest game of the week. We'll break it down. We'll get to the prediction later. Let me get a drink real quick. So uh, as we know, KU plays Baylor. Let's take a look at the uh, box score of the first game real quick, though. Kansas versus Baylor box score. It was a blowout. Uh, KU dominated. They're up 19 at half. 18 at. End up winning by 23. Um, team stats. So Baylor, KU really didn't even shoot good from three, man. Honestly. Uh, they shot five for 20, and then Baylor shot seven for 27. That's a bad sign for Baylor, in my opinion, that they lost by 23 uh, with KU only hitting five threes. KU was 14 for 18 from the free throw line. Baylor was 10 for 14. KU out-rebounded them by nine, which is another thing Baylor's going to have to close the gap on. Uh, turnovers. You know, KU had more turnovers. I mean, KU did have more assists, more of a team game. Largest league, KU was up by 34 in that game. Wow. You know, KU shot 51% from the field. Baylor only shot 29%. That was the game. KU was getting th- getting to the rim. Uh, you know, that looking at the box score now, it's not a good sign for Baylor, in my opinion, because KU did not shoot well from three. And if they shoot like they did against, you know, K-State, or even close to that, that's bad news for Baylor. KU also have more turnovers. That's not good. For Baylor, you lose by 24 and KU turned it over three more times. 
Uh, Baylor had more offensive rebounds. KU had almost double the defensive rebounds. Again, Baylor cannot get outclassed on the glass again. So that's one of my key. So Baylor have to shoot it well. They're going to have to shoot it well. I mean, you have to, to beat Kansas. You can get away with beating the Iowa State, you know, the mid-tier to lower-tier Big 12 teams. Iowa State, K-State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, TCU, West Virginia. You can get away with shooting bad against those teams. Against teams like Kansas and Tech, you can't get away with it. Especially when they were they had less turnovers, too. That's not a good sign. I mean, can you turn the ball over way more? So they got to they got to shoot it well, contain Oach for sure. That's a big thing. Um What was the final box scores? I know Brown had a great he was he had 18. Um So it's Oh, no, not play by play. My fault. Box score. This is the thing I wanted to dive in the most just because it's the biggest game. It's basically the Big 12 decider. If KU wins, they're going to win the Big 12. Uh, outright, in my opinion. So, Kansas. Wilson. He had 15. Seven boards. Four assists. Two steals. Great game by him. So, how much did Oach have? Oach had 18. If they can get Oach under 18, if they can hold him to around 12, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 points, I think it'll give him a chance as long as they don't let Brown and McCormick go crazy. Here's the other thing. Yesifu is playing a lot is playing a lot better now than he was then as well. I just think I'm not high on Baylor. Haven't been all season. I've called them overrated all year. They got to find a way to rebound and contain Oach and have to shoot well. For KU, play fast. Got to play fast because I think that they got out in transition a lot, KU. Were able to get easy buckets. Don't turn the ball over. Even though you have more turnovers than them, it's going to be at Baylor. It's going to be a different environment. They're not going to, I don't expect KU to win this game by 24 points. You know, we'll get to the prediction. I have a score prediction too, even though obviously it's just throwing it out there. But you that'll determine how close I think this game will be. But KU's got to they got to play fast, get in transition, do not turn the ball over. They got to still dominate the glass. Got to win the rebounding because if KU turns the ball over and the rebounding's even or about even, I think Baylor can win this game. So, yeah, that, those are my three keys to victory. We're going to get to the prediction here later. Let's go over, will this be the year Gonzaga finally breaks through and wins it all? They're one of my favorites. It's them in Kentucky, I think, that are equal as my favorites that I would pick to win it all. Um, I think Gonzaga might have taken over that number one spot, honestly. If they don't win, does this prove their brand of basketball is too soft to win a title? I think so. It's a lot of offense because here's the thing about Gonzaga. They play and you know it's not. I'm not gonna call it a terrible conference, but it's not good. You still got your BYU, your St. Mary's, your San Fran. Santa Clara is not bad this year. They still give up a lot of points. Gonzaga gives up a lot of points. Um, let's go to Gonzaga's schedule. Gonzaga basketball schedule. So let's look at their schedule. Twenty four and two. Let's just go over some decent teams they played. Early on, played Texas. They held them to seventy four, which Texas is a lot better now. UCLA, they beat their ass. Gave up eighty four to Duke. There's a good team. Gave up ninety one to Alabama. Um, they did beat Tech and held them to fifty five, but Tech isn't a lethal offensive team. Let's just go over some games you think they should hold teams under 60. Like, there's some teams that they played. You know, they gave up 83 to Pepperdine, 84 to BYU. Yes, they scored 117 110. Scored 115 against Santa Clara. Gave up 83, though. So what happens when you play a really good team? And what happens when you play a a, a, a major conference team in round two that's an 8-9 seed, probably? That might be able to play some defense on you. 72 to Portland, you know? 
66 to Pepperdine, 69 to Santa Clara, 73 to San Fran's not bad. But, I mean, some of those scores, they give up a lot of points, and that worries me. So, yeah, I do think it's going to be real realization time that they got to start being better defensively if they want to win a national championship. I do have them as the favorite right now to win it all, though, because they are lethal. Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren is the best duo, I think, in college basketball. And they have guards. They're not super deep, but I think they're good enough this year to win it all. Three biggest boom or bust teams. Let's start with bust. Baylor's my top one, man. Uh, like I said, I think they've got massively overrated this year. I think they're the third best team in the Big 12. You know, they were swept by Tech. If they don't beat Kansas Saturday or tomorrow, they're swept by KU. I'm not high on them. I, you know, I... I could easily see a second round exit, depending on who they match up with. You know, so yeah, I think I think Baylor's a bust. I also included Auburn and Duke in here. And call me crazy, Auburn. The inexperience worries me. So I guess we can get started doing Achilles' heel for some of these uh, bust teams. So Baylor scoring is a problem for me. I think they they lack the ability to score at times. Um. For Auburn, inexperience. It matters because you see you see it sometimes with them. It does matter. They turn the, they get too reckless with the ball. They go on spurts of not scoring baskets for a long period of time. You know, the Florida loss was bad. Um so yeah, that is inexperience problem there. But Duke, physicality. I don't think they like they don't like look what Virginia I know Virginia plays a certain brand of basketball, but if Duke runs into a team that can crash the glass and be physical, that's their Achilles Hill. So that's what that's the next segment is one Achilles Hill. For each one and two seed from the committee's rankings. For Duke, it's physicality. I don't think they, they don't like it. I don't think they like it. Um, so they, they're a bust for me, honestly. They could be a bust team for me. Uh, boom. Villanova. Up in, all, I mean, yeah, they've had some losses here. Yeah, they just lost to UConn, but Jay Wright's the best, probably the best. He's top two, top three best coach in college basketball. Some people say first. Uh, I think he's definitely one or two. Um. I just think they're, he's he's built – he's a tournament coach. He's built to coach in the tournament. They have a great guard in Gillespie. I just – I love Villanova. Could easily see them making a Final Four run or an Elite Eight run. Texas Tech, they're deep. They're super deep. They can go 10-11 men, no problem. Um, struggle, to sh- struggle to score at times, but their defense – their defense makes up for it. They're a team that I look like – that I look at like, okay, they can play bad offensively in tournament game. And still be in the game the entire time because they play such good defense. That's why I love Tech. They're an Elite Eight Final Four team. Wisconsin, again, they just play to their brand. And they play it well. And they have one of the best players in the country in Johnny Davis to lead them. And when you have a team that plays their roles, and then you have a guy like Johnny Davis that can go get you 30-35 in a game, that's a team I think that could easily make a run. I, have, I think they're an Elite Eight Final Four team as well. So they were not, obviously, so we got some other ones to go through. Gonzaga, we talked about defense. Defense is the problem. Uh, their inability to get stops. Um, and, you know, can they get stops against a good a good offensive team and a team that could guard them, possibly? Auburn went over inexperience. Arizona, physicality as well. Uh, you know, Pac-12 brand of basketball is not really physical. It's real up and down pace. So what happens if they go against a team that plays, you know, very physical style and can guard them, can man them up? Kansas, it's their bigs. You know, very inconsistent. Yeah, uh, Lightfoot, McCormick, they'll show up for you from time to time. But they'll also have games where you also have games where you get you don't even get ten points combined from your your four bigs: KJ Adams, Clements, Lightfoot, and McCormick. That can't happen, and that's their Achilles' heel is their bigs. 
maybe the best. They might have the best all-around guard wing combination in college basketball, though. Baylor went over scoring. Kentucky's health, really. I mean, I, I think Kentucky's so good all around. Ty Ty Washington's hurt. Uh, who else was hurt? There's another guy that's hurt, and I can't think. But that's huge. Ty Ty Washington's their floor general. Um, they need him back, and I, he will come back. I'm pretty sure. But can, they got to stay healthy. Uh, Purdue is depth. They're 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 uh, they're big four that they got that can all, that all score above eleven and a half a game. Great. You know, can they get some extra guys to play well though? Because you you need some you need decent depth in the tournament, in my opinion. And then we went over Duke with physicality. So predicting. So we're gonna predict who's safely in, who's on the bubble for me in the Big Ten. I got Purdue, Wisconsin, Illinois, Ohio State, Iowa, Michigan State, Michigan safely in. I have Indiana and Rutgers on the bubble. Indiana is really there because they have like they have like five quadrant one wins. It's ultra impressive. Indiana, I just watched them. I think they're a tournament team. Um, we'll get down to it here in a minute, though, on uh, Lenardi's, and I'll, I'll rearrange how I think he should put it. Uh, for the Big 12, I got Kansas, Texas Tech, Baylor, Texas, Iowa State, and TCU safely in. Kansas State and Oklahoma on the bubble. I think K-State's, K-State's more of a tournament team than OU, though. When I watch those two teams play, <coughs> K-State has two guys that can go for 30, <coughs> and that's huge in the tournament. You might need a game where – and that's that's kind of K-State's season. And they got hosed for a little where they had the COVID problem, had to play three games with seven guys. Got hosed there, in my opinion. But you've seen K-State, other guys struggle to score. You're going to need Nigel Pack. And you're probably going to need Pack and Noel to at least have each 20 in, on, in order to advance in the tournament, though. This is the bad thing for K-State. The SEC, Kentucky, Auburn, Arkansas, Tennessee, Alabama, LSU, safely in. Florida, South Carolina in the bubble. Florida obviously has got a huge win over uh, – um, Kentucky, that was massive. That'll build your resume. Um, ACC was tough. Duke, North Carolina, Wake Forest, Miami, Notre Dame safely in. Virginia and Virginia Tech on the bubble. I think right now Virginia and Virginia Tech are actually safely in, I want to say, on for Lenardi. I don't know Virginia Tech safely, and I would put Virginia, and I think they're still a tournament team. They do struggle to score, obviously, but they can, again, they hang around with these teams because they're in the games late because their defense is so good. Pac-12, Arizona, UCLA, USC, Oregon safely, and I saw Oregon was in Lenardi's next four out. I think they're a tournament team. Big win last night against UCLA. They look to to be a tournament team. Colorado's on the bubble for me. Big East, I got Providence, Villanova, UConn safely in. Creighton, Seton Hall, Marquette on the bubble. I think Marquette and Seton Hall are safely in for Lenardi. So how I would rank Lenardi's last four buys, last four in, first four out, next four out. Let's see if I can find his again. Um, new window. Joe Lenardi's bracketology update. I think this will have it. Okay, so he's rearranged since the last time I saw it. Um, so my last, my, his buys right now are Rutgers, Michigan, TCU. So he moved TCU now into the buys. He looks like he's bumped K-State and OU out. Okay. Oh, Virginia's next four out. 
So he does not have Virginia safely in. Okay, see, I would have... I would not have St. Bonaventure on the bubble. Okay, so we're going to have to redo this because we're... Yeah, we're going to have to redo this. Okay, so St. Bonaventure, I would not have them in the tournament. K-State's staying in for me. OU is... OU will be a team that they'll stay in. So Virginia... Okay, so this gets a little more tricky. Loyola Chicago has now entered the conversation. Okay, so we're going to do this on this on the run right here. You guys are going to get a good look here. Last four buys out of his 16. So he's got Rutgers, Michigan, TCU, North Carolina. I'm not including St. Bonaventure. I'm going to include K-State over St. Bonaventure. I think K-State is a tournament team. So let's go. My last, my first one would be Michigan. They're a tournament team. I look at them. They're a tournament team. Michigan and North Carolina, easy. Those are two of my top two. I would then go TCU. I like Indiana. Indiana over Rutgers. I think they're more of a – I think they're, they're a better team. Last four in. So we got Michigan, UNC, TCU, Indiana. I would put Rutgers at the top. Of the list on last four in. You know what? Because I'm reacting to his, I'm not going to have K-State included because he doesn't. I'm just going to include the teams here. So I got Rutgers in, Rutgers in for sure. I'm going to go Loyola. Loyola, Chicago. Virginia, who he's gotten his next four out, and then Memphis. So first four out, San Fran, Day give me Dayton next, Be uh, God, oh my goodness, hold on, I got to rethink some stuff here. Memphis would not be in for me. Oregon is in for me. So then I would go Memphis as the first four out with San Fran, Dayton, and Florida. And then next four out would be BYU, SMU, San Diego, San Diego State. And St. Bonaventure. So, okay, my last four buys would be Michigan, UNC, TCU, Indiana. I think they're safely in. My last four in, Rutgers, uh, Oregon, Virginia, Loyola, Chicago. as my last four in. First, first four out, Memphis, San Fran, Dayton, and Florida. Next four out, BYU, SMU, San Diego State, St. Bonaventure. I can't believe that Oregon is so low, dude. I, I don't understand that. I really don't understand that. Oh, so he's got a 68-team bracket out here. Wow, okay. So he got KU in as the one. He does. Ooh. KU as the one playing either. Oh, see, I like this bracket for KU, though. Kentucky is the two in KU. That's not good. Because I'd have KU winning round one. They would play Murray State. I think they Murray State's a tough 1-9 matchup, though. I do like Alabama and Providence's <coughs> the 4-5 for KU, though. Not scared of those teams for KU. I think they match up well. 
Damn, KU's also got <coughs> he's also got KU having <coughs> Arkansas and Wisconsin. <laughs> wow. And Michigan. That's a tough bracket. I hope that's not KU's bracket. <coughs> Gonzaga. See, Gonzaga can play Miami in round two. They also have UConn, Ohio State, Iona. Toledo's good. Texas Tech should... I think Davidson playing USC. I'd pick Davidson. Texas Tech, I'd pick them to go on. Let's just go through. I'll predict what I think would happen. Gonzaga wins their 116. Miami beats Colorado State. I would honestly pick... I, mm, UConn's good. I'll pick UConn to beat Iona. Ohio State beats Toledo. Davidson upsets USC in 11-6. Texas Tech beats Texas State. I would pick... Uh, Michigan State beats Creighton. Duke beats Yale. So Duke, Michigan State, give me Duke. Tech, Davidson, give me Tech. Ohio State, UConn, give me Ohio State. Gonzaga, Miami, give me Gonzaga. I would pick Ohio State to upset Gonzaga. No, I'd go Gonzaga beating Ohio State. I think, oh, Gonzaga, if this was their side, they'd be happy with that. Um, So Gonzaga to the Elite Eight. Texas Tech beats Duke. So Tech, Gonzaga, that is a tough matchup for Gonzaga. I'll pick Tech. So I got Tech in my Final Four on that side. San Antonio side. Arizona beats UNC Wilmington. Seton Hall beats Wyoming. Texas Tech beats South Dakota State. Illinois beats Chattanooga. I mm, give me, yeah, give me Iowa to upset North to beat North Carolina. Tennessee beats Northern Iowa. Give me Rutgers the ten seven over Boise State. Baylor, so Baylor Rutgers. Give me Rutgers upsets Baylor in round two. Tennessee Iowa, give me Iowa. So you got Iowa Rutgers Big Ten match in the Sweet 16. Texas against Illinois, give me Illinois. Arizona Seton Hall, give me Arizona. Give me Illinois to beat Arizona to go to the Elite Eight to take on Iowa. Illinois in the Final Four. So I would have Illinois and Tech. Midwest. Kansas beats Cleveland State. Murray State beats St. Mary's. Alabama and Providence both take care of business. Arkansas beats TCU. Wisconsin wins. Give me Michigan over Marquette. Kentucky, Michigan. Give me Kentucky. Wisconsin beats Arkansas. Alabama beats Providence. Kansas beats Murray State. Kansas beats Alabama. Kentucky beats Wisconsin. Kentucky to the Final Four. So I got Kentucky playing Illinois and then to play Texas Tech. Auburn wins. I'll say Notre Dame beats Xavier. Houston Okay, so the, oh, the playing games. I didn't even think about that. Indiana beats San Fran. So I'm going to say, and I'm going to say Indiana upsets Houston 12-5. UCLA beats Vermont. L, uh, Memphis, if it was Memphis Loyola, give me Memphis. LSU beats them, though. Villanova wins. Wake Forest beats Iowa State. Purdue beats Colgate. Purdue beats Wake. Nova beats LSU. UCLA beats Indiana. Auburn beats Notre Dame. UCLA beats Auburn, though, to go to the Elite Eight. Villanova beats Purdue, and then Villanova in the Final Four. So I'd have Villanova versus Tech. Give me Villanova. Kentucky, Illinois, give me Kentucky. Kentucky National Champions. There was a little live prediction of Joe Lenardi's bracket for you guys. How about that? How about that? So my top five National Player of the Year standings. At five, I got Jaden Ivey, guard from Purdue, unreal player, going to be a top five draft pick. Uh, Ochai Abaji, wing from Kansas. Live and die. We live and die by Och. Uh, Kofi Cockburn in third, the center from Illinois, just dominant. 
But I think Sheboy and Johnny Davis played a little better. Johnny Davis at two, the wing from Wisconsin. Then Oscar Sheboy from Kentucky is my national player of the year as of right now. Let's now predict for the last segment, predict the top five games on Saturday. So number four, Purdue travels to Michigan State. I think they get the job done 78-71. Number six, Kentucky at number 18, Arkansas. Tough game for them because I think LSU just played Kentucky really well. Arkansas plays Arkansas is better than LSU, I think, and I think Arkansas can match well. Give me Arkansas an upset over Kentucky by two. I know I just picked them to win the national title. That doesn't mean the upsets still happen. Give me Arkansas at home by two. Number three, Auburn at number 17, Tennessee. Another upset. Give me Tennessee 79-76. Number 16, USC at Oregon. Give me Oregon to beat UCLA-USC back-to-back 80-41. Number five, Kansas at number 10, Baylor. Give me Kansas 75-70. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to do these one every Friday. Like I said, they'll be 15 to 25 minutes long today. We're almost over 25, but you know, got got had to do some extra things today. It was pretty fun. Um, next Friday will be uh, Masvidal Covington uh, that fight card break full breakdown on what I think can what how guys can win. I'll give my predictions still on the normal podcast on Tuesday or Wednesday, but then I'll break it down even more on Friday for uh, KB Shorts episode two. Thank you guys. Peace.